Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I can't believe I have not addressed yet here on Learning with Leslie. I'm going to be talking about how to create an ebook. An ebook is a great resource that's relatively easy to create that can be used to get leads or to make some money. However, when a lot of people think about creating an ebook, they often think that it's something extremely difficult that only professional bloggers can create. Well, first of all, you are or are becoming a professional blogger. And second of all, it is not as difficult as you may think. What program should you use? How should you store it? How do you deliver it? How do you sell it? How do you promote it? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to be talking about how to create an ebook. Lots to talk about that. It's something that I think more bloggers need to do. I know there are a ton of ebooks out there, but if you don't have an ebook at all, it's something you may want to consider doing. And I'll talk about the benefits of um, having an ebook. I'm talk about. I'll talk about how to go about setting it up, how to go about creating it, and how to go about delivering it. So lots to cover. But before I, w- I cover that, I want to talk. I want to give a few announcements. Two announcements. Announcement number one: I am going to be in Milwaukee. Uh, that's going to be on November 17, Sunday, November, November 17. And I'm thinking about doing a meetup. Uh, I'm not 100% sure as to where it's going to be as yet, in, but it's going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That much I know. The reason I'm going to be there is because I'm going to be at a conference called Blogging Concentrated. I'm going to be talking at that conference. It's more of a workshop, actually. It's about 35 people getting together in a coffee shop, and we're going to be discussing all types of things when it comes to online business. I spoke about that two episodes ago, um, and if it's something that you're interested in attending, you want to go and check out becomeablogger.com slash blogging concentrated. I'm excited about it because I know that I'm going to learn a lot there. The people that are there with me um, doing that workshop, they are great people, a lot of knowledge to share, and I'm excited to just kind of brainstorm with all of the attendees and to share some tips that we can all use to build better blogs. So if you want to check it out, becomeablogger.com slash concentrated. But if you want to do the meetup, if you want to do a meetup, you want to be there and just hang out, whether you're coming to the, the workshop or not, check the show notes for this episode. This is episode 137. So becomeablogger.com slash episode 137. 
And hopefully by the time this goes live, I'll have some of those details for you. Um, and you can check that out. And hopefully I'll see you in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If not, you know, I might see you sometime in the future somewhere else. I'm going to be all over the world over the next um, lifetime. <laughs> so who knows? We might get to connect at some other point. So that's the first announcement. Announcement number two. Man, if you missed last podcast episode, episode 136, with Tony Stubblebine from the Lyft app, he he used to uh, he was one of the guys that helped to build Twitter, but he moved on since then, then a number of times, and now his most recent project is the Lyft app, a, a, a program for helping you to get things done. And I created a coaching plan on there. And the coaching plan is called build a better, no, become a better blogger in 30 days or something like that. Build a better blog in 30 days, something like that. And it is something that a number of people have been going through. I've been going through it, through it myself and doing the activities um, just to be a part of the process. And I am getting so much out of it. If you have not checked out the episode Check it out, becomeablogger.com slash episode 137. And if you have not joined the coaching plan that I set up, I mean, it's basically where every day for 30 days you get an assignment to do. Um, and we have been having such great feedback on it, some great discussion over there. Um, this is a comment that Holly left a few days ago. She said, phew, three pages of writing later, and I have a very detailed idea of what my avatar looks like. Thank you, Leslie. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. And I'm there, and I'm seeing some of the stuff that people are coming up with in terms of why are they building their blog and and and, and who their tar ideal target person is and and now we're in the process of creating specific types of content and it is so valuable if you haven't checked it out go to becomeablogger.com slash lift and of course you can check out that podcast episode for more details uh, along those lines you know I, I also had a call that came in from warren gibbons from saltwater Ex aquariums explained and saltwater aquariumsecrets.com and this is what warren had to say Hi, Leslie. It's Warren Gibbons with Saltwater Aquariums Explained and SaltwaterAquariumSecrets.com. I want to thank you for a phenomenal, awesome episode today on Lyft, on the app, um, and especially the coaching plan you put together. Oh, my God. That just, that's going to be so helpful to me and probably to many, many others. Um, thank you for putting that out there. That's um, helped me break loose of uh, being stuck and being more productive. Very, very helpful. Keep going, Leslie. Thanks. Well, hey, thanks for that feedback, and you are very much welcome, guys. If you have not checked out that coaching plan, here's the thing: it's 100% free. It's nothing that I'm trying to sell to you or anything of that sort. It's just a way for us to just, you know, take action over the next 30 days to build better blogs. So go ahead and check it out: becomeablogger.com/lift. That was the first call uh, called into the hotline, and of course, I have another one that I want to play from Shannon Gunn from my mypianosmiles.com I love the name my piano smiles I'm a pianist myself and that that just got me excited when I when I saw her blog so take it away Shannon Hi this is Shannon and Shannon Gunn and I have a website at mypianosmiles.com and I just listened to your episode on backlinking and I wanted to ask you two quick questions about that 
Um, the first question is, is it okay to put up a bunch of these links at once, or do you have to space them out over time? Like, can I put up, you know, five backlinks from all my social media tomorrow, or should I do one per day, maybe? I didn't know if Google didn't like that. And then the second question was, uh, do you have any suggestions for, is there anything you can do if spammy websites are linking to you? Like, I have realtor websites in Poland linking to a site about piano music. doesn't make sense. So uh, any advice appreciated. Thank you for all you do. I really enjoy your podcast. I listen to everything. Uh, and your advice has really helped me with my website. All right. Thank you so much. Have a nice night. Thank Bye. you so much for calling that in, Shannon. Those are two great questions. This has to do with my backlinking episode. Um, that was episode number 135, if I remember correctly. Um, and to your question, is it is it okay to do a bunch of these links at once? Here's the thing. When you are saying at once, you're talking about maybe five or six different profiles that you want to link to your blog. That is absolutely not a problem. Numbers like five, six, 10, 15, that's not really a big deal to Google. You know, if I go and do a podcast episode or I get interviewed on a very popular blog and then all of a sudden a bunch of bloggers link to me, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. And if someone comes to my site or I post an article and a lot of people love that article so they share it on social media, that is not a bad thing. The thing you want to avoid is doing anything that is spammy. That's really what it's about. You know, yes, okay, so you have um, uh, spammy websites linking to, uh, to your blog according to what you said, but what I would encourage you to do is not to focus on the spammy things that other people are doing. Focus on what you have control about, uh, you have control of. You have control of creating awesome content. You have control of networking with great people, other ind uh, individuals in your niche, other bloggers, and potentially getting them to link to you. You have control of, ooh, I shouldn't be, you shouldn't be hearing my Skype. I should turn my Skype off. Here you go. All right, so you, sh you have control of the quality of content you're produ producing and the networking and the relationships that you are building. And you're building those relationships one at a time, and that is all good. So, hey, if you get good advice as to things that you can do to get backlinks, hey, go ahead and do them. Don't do those things where you're getting hundreds or thousands of backlinks for a paid price or anything of that sort. Just be real with what you're doing. Honestly, I don't concern myself with all that spammy stuff at all, whatsoever. I get a bunch of, of spammy sites linking to the stuff that I'm doing, and I, I know that because I get alerts. A lot of people, what they do is they get these stupid plugins that, you know, it automatically generates links in their blog posts and it sends pings to those blog posts. And a ping is basically a notification. So you see that they're linking to you. You go and you check out their site. And, you know, there's a bunch of spammy tactics out there. Don't concern yourself with that whatsoever. That is none of your business or at least make it none of your business. I used to take those things and 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 try to figure things out with them, and they started happening at such a, a, a high rate that I just decided, you know what, I don't have time to focus on this foolishness. I'm just going to focus on the things that I do that provide value, and that's what I want to encourage you to do. All right, so those are the questions. Now I want to get into today's content. 
when I first got into blogging, um, I used to teach something that was called freebie trading. I don't know if you know anything about freebie trading. It doesn't matter. But just to give you a little bit of a, 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 a history lesson in terms of the history of Leslie's uh, online business, um, I used to be involved in a, a thing that's called freebie trading. You have these websites out there that say, hey, if you sign up and complete an offer, you can get a free iPad, a free TV, and all these types of things. And I always used to wonder if they worked. Well, to a certain extent, they do work. And they used to work much better back in the days. And you could also get paid money um, for referring people to those sites. I figured out a system where I could use those sites and make money. I made a significant amount of money. So I started to teach people how to do what I was doing. Um, it's not something that I recommend for anyone to do these days. The terms have changed significantly. The advertisers are not paying the way that they used to pay. I'm not going to get into all those details, but the take-home message was when I was doing when I was doing that, I put together a free ebook, and that ebook was called the Freebie Report. I don't even know if I still have that. Um, it'd be kind of interesting to see if I could find that file. You know, I'll check, and if I could find that file, I'll put it in the show notes for this episode just for you to have a good laugh or something of that sort. Anyhow, I put together this ebook called the free the freebie report and the reason why I put it together was because I wanted to give individuals a reason to sign up to my email list and that went very well. It was extremely powerful because it grew my list and that list became the foundation of my online business. It allowed me to do a significant amount of, uh, of different things. It allowed me to do affiliate promotions. It allowed me to sell products. It allowed me to do so much. Your list is extremely valuable. And this was my first time creating a resource and giving it away in exchange for someone signing up to my email list. And then later on, when I started my biology blog, I'd been doing it for a while. I was thinking, you know, how in the world can I make some money with this blog? And one of the things that I decided to do is to create a study guide in the form of an ebook and sell that on my site for $34.95. And that's exactly what I did. The study guide was basically the same notes that I used to create the videos that I had for free. I created a study guide from that from the, from that content and I've been selling it for the last few years. I've sold a few thousand dollars worth of it every every month it sells a few hundred dollars and you know I am glad to have that additional income stream. Ebooks can be great for getting people to opt into your list and ebooks can be great for having a resource that you can sell so that you can make some money. But the question is, how do you create an ebook? Or maybe we should start with what is an ebook? An ebook is simple. It's a book that's e. <laughs> okay, that was dumb. That was corny. Anyhow, an ebook is a digital book that someone can read on some type of a device. That's my definition. It's not an official definition, but I can read it on my computer. I can read it on my mobile device. I can read it in, in different formats. It's usually available um, for the type of ebook that I'm talking about. It's usually available as a PDF. Of course, now you have the Kindle and all of these e-readers that you can also use to have different um, versions of ebooks. But for me and what I'm addressing here, it would simply be PDF ebooks that someone can download to their computer and then consume whenever they feel um, the need to consume it. All right? And by consume, I don't mean eat it. I mean read it. <laughs> 
man, I'm just so corny today. What's going on with me? Anyhow, I feel like um, like those moments that I have in my classes when my students look at me like, oh, my word, that was so cheesy. Anywho, let's talk about how to go about creating this ebook. Now, if you, you've decided you want to create an ebook, the first questions that you want to answer have to do with the word why. Number one, why do you want to create that ebook? Are you wanting to create it because you want to grow your list? And if you don't have any ebooks or you don't have some type of resource that people can opt in for to get access to some resource and then get on your list, I would definitely recommend for you to start with this. Start with creating a free ebook uh, just to get people to sign up and opt into your list. That's one way that you can do it. Of course, you can create a video course or an audio course or something else, um, but an ebook is a good way to start. So it could be for that, or it could be because you want to make some money. With me, that's that's the route that I went for my biology blog. I wanted to create some type of a study guide that people could purchase, and when they purchase it, I make some money and they get some value. And the value is they get to learn about, in my case, human physiology. The name of my study guide was is called Human Physiology for Regular People. So I put it together and now I'm selling it. So the first why is why are you creating that ebook? You need to be very clear on that because depending on your answer, um, that's going to determine the type of ebook you're going to be creating. All right, that's the first why. The second why you want to answer is why should someone get the book? Why should they purchase that book? What is the value that they're going to get? Why should they say, you know what? I am going to give you my email address. Or you know what? I am going to give you my $34.95 or $17 or $47, whatever the price is. Why should they purchase or um, opt in to get that ebook? Now, for me, um, I put together my free ebook for the freebie industry because I wanted to have one resource that people can go to that explains to them exactly how to do what I had been doing so that they can make money online. Um, with my biology blog, I created a physiology study guide because I wanted to help students pass their physiology class. That was the benefit for them. That was my why. You need to answer that question. Why should someone get that book? Because that is going to determine the next thing, which is what are you going to cover in that book? Now, let's talk about that. What to cover in that ebook? If it's a free ebook, it does not have to be something extremely substantial in terms of it doesn't have to be something very long. It doesn't have to be a 50 page, a 60 page, a 90 page ebook. It can be, but it does not have to be. It can be something as simple, and this is not really an ebook, but it can be something as simple as a one-page list of resources. You know, the top five um, freebie trading forums. That, that could have been a resource that I gave away back then. Or the, the, the top five study tools for biology. That could be a free resource that I give away at my biology blog. So if it's free, it doesn't have to be as involved. It can be if you choose to, but you don't have to feel the need to invest that much in it. You just want to make sure that it is something of value, something that your, your target audience can use. Now, if it's paid, it needs to be more substantial. It needs to have more content, more meat, something that, you know, if I part with my hard-earned hard dollars, I know that I'm going to get value from this ebook. 
Now, for me, when I am creating an ebook, the first thing I do is I start with an outline. And this is something that I would recommend for you to do. You can start with an outline on a sheet of paper. You can start with an outline on in something like Evernote, which is what I would use. I love Evernote because I can, you know, type into Evernote from any of my devices and it syncs within all of those devices. But by starting with an outline, you have a better idea of what you're going to cover. Um, you have a better idea of the flow that you're trying to create, and then you can start typing. So in terms of what you're going to cover, start with an outline and then just start typing. You know why you're creating it. You know what value you're trying to offer. So you need to deliver that value in the pages of that ebook. If you're teaching someone how to use freebie trading, um, then you want to uh, give them all the details that they need in terms of what freebie trading is, how to get started, how to use the freebie trading forums, how to make money, how to get people, all these different types of things. If it's about physiology, you want to take the different systems of the body and break it down one step at a time. Main thing is you want to be able to answer um, that why, why should someone get the book with the what does that make sense the what that you're putting into your ebook that needs to answer that why for those individuals your target audience so just start with an outline and then just start typing now how do you create it well you can use microsoft word if you're on a pc definitely i recommend 100 percent microsoft word if you're on a mac you could also use microsoft word or you can use the pages program for mac this is the one that i prefer because it really does a better job in terms of formatting in t terms of making things look all nice and pretty and allowing you to do a lot of little tiny features like adding shadows and, and reflections and all these types of things that help your ebook to look much more professional. Pages does a great job. But honestly, you can use any word processor. You can use OpenOffice. That's available at openoffice.org. And you can download that for free and it'll do the exact same thing. It might not look as pretty as Pages, but it will be exactly what you need you'll be able to create that ebook so just start typing use one of those programs to um, to get your content out there and then we're ready for the next step and that next step is to use callouts you want to use callouts strategically to emphasize the important points and to break up the flow a little. Now, what is a callout? Um, I went to Wikipedia and did a search for callouts, and this is what it says. In publishing, a callout is a short string of text connected by a line, arrow, or similar graphic to a feature of an illustration or technical drawing, and giving information about that feature. So, Oh, it continues, the term is also used to describe a short piece of text set in larger type than the rest of the page and intended to attract attention. Here's the thing. When I'm reading through this page, if it's just a bunch of text on a page, no formatting and all that kind of stuff, it will look like a long string of text that is hard for me to go through at least you know generally speaking that's what you think when you look at an ebook that's just a bunch of text 
But if you can make certain sections bold, if you can pull out key points and put them in little um, call-out boxes, if you can put a border around a certain section to make it look um, different from all of the others and draw someone's attention to it, if you can take some of the text and make them larger in specific sections to make it look more important if that text is more important, that'll make it easier to consume. So you want to use call out strategically to emphasize those important points. Next thing, images. You want to use nice images to enhance the look and feel of that ebook. It makes it look much more professional. It also breaks up the page a little bit so it's easier to consume. It makes it it just makes you look like you know what you're doing much better than just having a bunch of words on a text. And there are a bunch of different places that you can find images. You can find stock images, for example, at sites like iStockPhoto. That one gets pretty pricey. I use canstockphoto.com for most of my stock photography. Um, then there are free image sources like Wikimedia Commons, which you can find at commons.com commons.wikimedia.org. And of course, the links to everything I mentioned here is going to be in the show notes, becomeablogger.com slash episode 137. There's also a post that Carrie Green um, did on Become a Blogger with free image sources, high quality image sources that you can have access to. And I'll include a link to that post in the show notes for this episode so you can go to check that out. Okay, so you've typed out your ebook in Microsoft Word or Pages or OpenOffice. You have some strategically placed callouts. You have nice images that enhances the look and feel of your ebook. The next thing you want to do, once that's all said and done, is you want to export it as a PDF. It's a very simple process. You go to File and then Export. Depending on which program you're using, it might be a little different, but if you're not sure how to do that, you can just do a Google search for how to export as a PDF in OpenOffice, for example. And then you'll get a tutorial that shows you exactly how to do it. That is the format you want to save this ebook in. You want to save it as a PDF. That way people can download it. Most people have Adobe Reader on their computer um, and they'll be able to easily um, access that ebook. Now let's talk about how do you deliver that ebook. Um, now if your ebook is free, I like, to, I like to keep things very simple. What I do is I just simply take it, put it on a page on my site, but I don't make that page publicly available. So I don't put it in my menu bar or anything of that sort. I just have the page. No one knows the page is there unless they sign up to get access to that free report. Now, I also use a plugin called Download Manager. It's a WordPress plugin. And the reason I use it is because I want to be able to track how many times that ebook gets downloaded. So if you just were to have a link, you could never really tell how many times it gets downloaded. But if you use a Download Manager plugin, it will tell you the exact number of times. And that gives you an idea of how well your campaign is working. Okay, so what I do then is I put it on the page for someone to download. When they opt in and they confirm their email address, it redirects them to that page so that they can download it right there. I usually include a text that says something like right click to save as PDF so that they can right click on the image or the text and download it to their computer. Also, when they sign up and they get that um, welcome email, I include a link to that page 
in that email. So if, for example, they go through the process, they, they come to the page, but they don't download it right then and there, they have to run to work or something of that sort, they can always come back later to that page and download it. I don't worry about people sharing it. I don't try to keep track of any of those things. I want to make it as easy as possible for someone to sign up to my list. And by having that freely available, it makes it really easy for them to do that. And it entices them to sign up. All right. Now, if someone is paying for your ebook, then the service that I recommend for you to use is called eJunkie. It's at e-junkie.com or e-junkie.com. And I love it because it's simple and it deals with everything. You upload your ebook to the service and then it gives you a code that you put on your site and then people um, can purchase that. And once they purchase it, it will send them the email with a download link that's going to expire in a certain number of days. Usually that's five and they have a certain number of attempts that they can use to download it. And it just takes care of everything. You can connect it to PayPal so that your money gets um, directly deposited into PayPal. Um, it does cost to use eJunkie. I think it costs five dollars per e for per um, digital file that you're you're delivering um, you can use eJunkie for ebooks you can use it for videos or whatever i prefer to just use it for ebooks and that's how i sell my study guide at my biology site works very well i hardly ever have a problem with it and if i have a problem with it it is extremely easy to fix i figure i i rather use a service that does it all for me than trying to put something um, then try to put something together myself that has multiple components that can break and all that stuff. Eliminate the headache. Use a service like eJunkie. That's what I've done and I love it. So you have your ebook created. You have it there ready to give it to the world. The next thing you need to do is tell the world about it. Tell the world about it in as many ways as you possibly can. You can write a blog post about it, make a video about it, do a podcast episode about it, depending on what kind of content you create. If it's a free ebook, I definitely recommend for you to create a squeeze page um, so that people can come to that squeeze page and opt in to get access to um, that ebook. Um, if you if you don't know how to create a squeeze page, I recommend a service like Lead Pages. Lead Pages is really good for squeeze pages. I just started using it um, based on a recommendation from Pat Flynn uh, um, uh, over at Smart Passive Income, and I love it. It is simple, it is easy to use, and it does everything that you need to do. Of course, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. If it's a paid um, ebook or if people are paying to download that ebook, then you want to have a sales page, not a squeeze page. Lead Pages does that too. You can use services like Optimize Press too, or you can just have a page on your blog that you know you format in a specific way to make it look good. Um, Lead Pages, I think, is the best right now for that. Optimize Press is a close second. Um, it's actually, I put them almost at the same level depending on what you're trying to accomplish. But that's something for another top, another podcast episode or another blog post. Anyhow, so set up your squeeze page, set up your sales page. If you have, if you can get banners designed, get those banners designed. That's what I do on my biology website, on my biology blog. When you go there, you see a banner on every page advertising the study guide, and that's the main way I sell it. Um, if you're sending out emails um, in your signature, you want to have a link to that resource. Why not? If it's something that's relevant to those individuals, let them know about it 
any way that's humanly possible. And then, of course, you can share it all over social media. Do not be spammy. Once again, do not be spammy um, <laughs> because spammy is just not cool. Um, but yeah, tell the world about it. That's pretty much it. So just to recap on those points, first you want to ask yourself, why do you want to create the ebook? Then why should someone get that ebook? What are you going to cover in that book? Make an outline and start, you know, just typing away and creating that awesome content. I spoke about how to create it using Microsoft Word pages or any other word processor. I spoke about using callouts. I spoke about getting nice images to make it look much better, exporting it as a PDF. How do you deliver it in terms of whether you're doing it for free or paid? For paid, I recommend eJunkie. And then you want to tell the world about it. I hope you got a lot of value from that. If you don't have an ebook, you're thinking about ways to get people to sign up to your list, you're thinking about a way to make some money from your blog, this is one way that you can get started with creating an ebook. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for those of you that called in your questions and your comments. Um, there are, I mean, I'm always. I always love getting uh, feedback on that voicemail hotline. So if you have a question that you want me to cover on the show, you know what to do. You can just call the hotline. I will play the number at the end. It's the last thing you're going to hear. Um, and you can leave your question or comment there. If you're enjoying this um, podcast, you want to get your blog started, you're not sure how, you want to create content, inspire others, and change the world, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. You get to follow me as I show you exactly how I've built my blogs into successful online businesses and how so many others have done the same. Freebloggingvideos.com is free, actionable, and awesome. If you're enjoying the podcast, I said that already, but if you are, if you really and truly are, leave me some feedback. Leave me a review in iTunes, becomeablogger.com slash iTunes. That really helps me. Over the last few weeks, I've been rising in iTunes, and it's great to see it's because of those feedbacks. Keep them coming, those reviews. Love you guys. Until next time, take care, and God bless. That was the number that I was talking about that you can call and leave your question. All right. Peace.